go for the new season. He got there! Try Ram! Try time, Camden! Let's give it us it all himself. Yes, he's there. Opening try of the day to the number 10. They're in after three minutes. Camden from in front. That all came from the number 10. You see them down the far touchline. Camden are in. They're bringing around and score. That's more like it from the Rams. And the celebration to boot. The ball is out. Camden goes back to back. A hard fought win. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to Wire Lane. Welcome to Derby Day 2022. Round two of Illawarra District Rugby Union from Camden Rugby Park. It's the MacArthur Derby, the Battle of the Bridge, Camden and Campbelltown. Two fierce rivals, a storied history and no love lost out on the pitch. It's round two of the season, a deferred match from earlier this season. Mike Sheen with you. Great to have your company here on MacArthur Sports Radio and the Camden Rugby Facebook page from a sun-soaked wire lane in South Camden. Looking forward to what should be a ripping derby between these two teams as we get set for kickoff this afternoon. Still about uh, seven or eight minutes away from kickoff here today at Wire Lane. As we get set for this uh, all-important fixture, the Rams, two wins from their last three outings, a good little patch of form in recent weeks. While for the Harlequins, it's been a, a mixed bag this season. They'll be hoping to rectify their situation with a bonus point victory this afternoon as they look to work their way up the table. As we bring that up on our screen here. <coughs> that uh, Campbelltown have had two wins this season, as have the Rams. Two wins apiece plus a draw. They've had uh, five uh, matches washed out or postponed. Campbelltown, uh, Camden, two wins and three uh, matches that have been washed out this season. It has been a rain-affected season here at Wire Lane and... Uh, the team's just about ready to take to the field now for this all-important first-grade fixture between Camden and Campbelltown. As I said, a long and storied history between these two clubs. Looking forward to another enthralling addition. They met earlier this season at Harlequin Park only about uh, five or six weeks ago. And it was the Quins on that day getting home by... A tiny margin, 31 points to 29. There's the 200 gamer, Cam Luke, leading out the black and gold army this afternoon. He has the honour of leading out the team today. Club captain Timmy Windle brings out the rest of the Rams. Their side for this afternoon's fixture at fullback, it's Alex Barn. On the wings, Grant Isles and Lua Taniello, Tui Devetta and Sam Liney in the centres. Austin McCourt will play number 10. Taylor Maynard will be the scrum half. Number eight and captain is Timmy Windle. On the flanks, Zach Cantwell. And on debut today, number seven, Lachlan McInerney. In the second row, Ben Liney and Brad Horville. Up front, 200 games, Kieran McCourt. Uh, 200 games, Cam Luke. Also, Kieran McCourt and James Watson. For the visitors from the east, the Harlequins there. side. So we don't have a full team for them today. We'll do our best uh, to get a full team for you. But the uh, team that we do have, it'll be uh, Robbie Lubba Lubba at fullback. 
the right winger will be Braden Wasson. Tuakana Tunapopo is on the in the right centre position. The number nine, August Tuala. The number eight will be Leticia Tui Tatava. Tuti Taimona and Teniko Tunupopo are the flankers. Daniel Tuulau and Isu Ben Miafu in the second row up front. Alex Sherwin, John Liotta and Elijah Saar. Joining me in commentary this afternoon, he's a semi-regular here on uh, on the Camden Rugby coverage, Richard Old Club President. Good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, uh, Mike and the crowd out there. Welcome to everyone. Great afternoon here at Camden Rugby Park. The local derby. Yes. Quins versus Rams. Yeah, certainly no love lost here. None. None at all. <laughs> a healthy rivalry between the checkered jersey and the black and gold. Uh, it's been going on for since about 1975, I believe. I was going to say to be a, a good 40-odd years, so nearly 50 years, of this intense rivalry between the east and the west of the MacArthur. Yeah, well, I think I think Shamra, oh, sorry, uh, Harlequins have won the toss. That's a start. Are they going to bat first or uh, bowling from the southern end? I think they're bowling from the southern end. Right, OK. I you... think they're spin bowlers too. I don't oh, right, OK. Not a lot of pace? No. no. It looks like a heavy deck today, so you get a bit of turn on it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the, uh, the surface, uh, in excellent order given the, the weather we've had recently, uh, has come up a treat, although it is quite soft underfoot. It is, and uh, obviously our groundkeeping crew have got it uh, to the pristine stage that it is. Um, it'll probably be right over another couple of days of dry weather, but, you know, like coming this time of year, it's towards the end of the season. Uh, we'll be playing on it as much as we can because uh, we've only been watched out once. We had to go down to the Vikings, which wasn't too bad. We had a win down there. It's going to say it worked out the right way for you. Yeah. So, no, we'll, we'll be, the fields are right. We're going right. The things will be good. No, it looks in uh, excellent condition given the uh, given the weather we've had in recent weeks and months around Sydney. So uh, we looks like we're ready for kickoff. Camden running right to left, defending the Razorback end of the ground in the first half. Harlequins left to right for those listening online. They're running left to right in the opening 40 minutes. As we get underway in the derby, Campbelltown with first possession, and there's August Tuala brought to ground just outside the 22. Now the kick. It's a downfield, not a bad-looking kick. Sits up for Alex Ban. In fact, he's put it behind him. But he'll steady and decides to offload to the uh, big second rower there in Ben Liney who drives it downfield and that is a good kick from Ben Liney. Finds the 22 metre line. Harlequins happy to return serve. Ban puts it high. Bit of a pie floater there that kick. Uh, they used to call that the centre field bomb. Yes, the old Gary Owen, although that was a bit more, bit more of a mongrel than a, a true up and under. The Harlequins just over the 10-metre line. Looking left to right in the first half. That's a good tackle there. Here's Elijah Saar. Familiar name in uh, local footballing circles. Penalty Harlequins. For, uh, penalty Camden for not releasing. Yeah, after all the kicking and up and backwards and forwards, we're back to virtually where we started. Better get the crowd entertained for a couple of minutes. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> 
you'd, you'd remember the, the old days of the forcings back uh, kicking jewel. Uh, this is what's happened since the uh, British people have been down here um, with their kicking games, the Northern Hemispheres. If you watched all the games, Ireland, Scotland, uh, Wales and uh, England all kicked literally straight after a, uh, a ball was taken down, uh, down, uh, down the centre of the field. Then they roosted back up and wait for someone to spill it and yes. get a penalty or turnover. I can remember the old days, the kicking jewels with the Ella brothers, Andrew Slack, more recently, uh, Joe Roth. Yeah, all, the, all, all good players that could uh, kick with both feet. It was yes. fantastic. As in, I tried to kick with both feet once and ended up on my bum. <laughs> you ended up on your rear end. Yeah. I, 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 the mistake was you did it at the same time, didn't that, you? That, that, yeah. No one told me you use it separately. You do it separately, yes. You missed that bit of the, uh, the email, didn't you? Camden win the line out, five metres inside Campbelltown Territory. It looks like the captain, Timmy Windle, takes it forward. Ooh. Referee's got a penalty to the Rams here. Not rolling away, I think is the ruling there. A couple of quick penalties to the Rams. Well, that's good that the referee's got himself on the screen very early. <laughs> yeah. I, I am disappointed today. We do have a, an experienced referee, but I was hoping we'd have the, uh, the number one referee in the district grace us for Derby Day. Uh, yeah, and who would that be? Uh, gentleman Jimmy Scardanis. Oh, Jimmy Scardanis. I, I was hoping we would get the number one uh, for Derby Day. I, I am disappointed. Good afternoon, Jimmy, if you're watching. Uh, what a champion of a man that man is. A scholar of a man, that one. Jimmy Scardanis. Yes. For Harlequins fans, they'll remember him fondly 21 years ago. I'm certain he was in charge of the 0-1 grand final. They won over Shamrocks down at the old Wind Stadium in Wollongong. Uh, James did a lot of grand finals. Yes, we were there covering that game. Well, uh, I wasn't. Uh, no, you weren't, but uh, the late great Ian O'Hare was there alongside me in the box. Greg McKenzie, who's uh, ab absent this afternoon on the injured list. Well, is, uh, he, is he injured? Uh, no, I believe he is. No, I, no, I, I suspected it might have been another trip to Pitcairn Island. We won't go down that road, but I, I thought it might have been another trip to Pitcairn Island for the pickers. But uh, I believe he is on the injured list, and uh, I'm sure he is watching. Uh, he's only just returned back to Camden, from what I've been told. But uh, Look, There's rumours abound everywhere. Oh, I know that. There's rumours that there was a... A pheasant shooting accident in Pitcairn <laughs> Island. Uh, there's been other things that he's actually he's working on the sevens over there in uh, yes. the Commonwealth Games. Well, he's the Commonwealth Games. I'm sure Pitcairn Island would love to be part of the next uh, Commonwealth Games sevens tournament. I think that's why he was there. He was doing a bit of recruiting and uh, right. Okay. Obviously, when you're there, you, yeah, you live yeah. on uh, pheasants. Live on, on the island. Guinea, yeah. Guinea fowl or seagulls. Yes, as you do. And I'm led to believe that's what happened. He was injured in that. Uh, and, and, and not a not a horrific accident, but enough just to, to slow him up on his transfer <laughs> yeah. over to the Commonwealth Games. Yes. But I, I oh. think we've got a whistle here. There might have been a dangerous tackle. Yeah. yeah. yeah he went so above the horizontal. Yes. Penalty to Camden. 3-1 the penalty count early on. It is. And, 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 and today, Mike, is back to Camden Day. Like yes, we should mention that off the top. A massive crowd here. Oh. Standing room only here at Wire Lane. I'll tell you what, we're jammed in. Sardines get more room than what we've got this afternoon, Richard. Oh, look, COVID's going to be rampant here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. It will be. It'll be Don't on. Don't say that. 
But, you know, if that happens, it happens. You know, we've just got to live with it. Yes. Move on. See, like, I'm looking around the, the crowd. I see names like... Uh, MJ Solomon. MJ Solomon's all the way from Dubai. Yes, hello, uh, Abu Dhabi. Uh, Matty Tedesco. Um, uh, Mick Chapman. Yes. Who was always a biased man, he was. Um... Who else can I see? Ian Scott, you know. Yeah, Angus, Angus Lagoon. I saw the, the great man, he of the bionic hip. Yeah. I saw him earlier. There's uh, Maxie Wakeford down on the touchline. Yeah. Good, good of him to join us here at Wire Lane this afternoon. Yes. Uh, like Johnny Nettles. Yeah, there's names. Yes. Like, if you said every name here, you'd, <laughs> we, we, we wouldn't be commentating. There'd be no game. And by the way, we, we've got a scrum down here, Mike. Yes, it's uh, Cam Campbelltown ball. Unfortunately, the throw to the lineout was ruled not straight. Uh-huh. So they got this throw on the five, but the assisted ruled it was not straight, so it'll be a scrum feed to Campbelltown on the five. 15 in from touch, western side. I can see Brady Miller there with his replacement knee. Yes. And that was from a dancing accident on the Oh, delivery. okay. Uh, was that on the Gold Coast? I'm not sure where it was. Well, I, I thought he might have been up on the Gold Coast with uh, with the Miller clan up north. Uh, I don't know if he visits them anymore. Oh, okay. Do we, do we not go there, do I we? I wouldn't go there. Oh, okay. Okay. Go there. I'll take that under advice. Nice kick for touch. Just outside the 22 for Camden. They'll have the line-out throw. And look, we've had the settling in period. Yeah. We're now going to start sorting each other out. And now we're going to start throwing the ball around, trying to yep. get some points on the board. Seven minutes gone on the Styles signs clock. Well, the good services scoreboard reads Camden nil, Campbelltown nil. Derby day on MacArthur oh. Sports Radio and Camden Rugby. Campbelltown winning the throw to the line out. We actually got a hand of that and it sort of went through to the young Campbelltown man behind him. He got it and cleaned it up. <coughs> now the Harlequins will kick. Downfield, not a bad-looking kick. Sits up for Grand Isles. Now Alex Ban with the old-fashioned drop punt. Downfield, gone back. Been very much between the quarters this opening it is. It period. Is. First time we've seen the ball inside the Camden 22 and it'll only be there for a matter of seconds. A high ball... From, I think it was Tui Devetta chasing through after it. Bounces oh. kindly for Camden. There's uh, Big Ben Liney keeping it alive. Good tackle from behind from the Harlequins. That's a 10-metre line behind them. Penalty Harlequins. Oh, good work by Harlequins. They got a man over the ball. Not releasing. That was a move. That's a move. I've seen that at training. That yeah. Move. The center field bomb and they let it bounce and someone else picks it up and passes. Yeah, keeps it alive on the inside. There was nice work there. Good, good build early on. Yeah. And like getting back to Gregor, he's uh, he has been heard of in the Commonwealth Games at Birmingham. Yes, um, I think he's with the uh, Scottish um, commentary team over there. Oh, okay. Being that he has, uh, yeah, well, naturally that would be his. Uh, if he wasn't with the Australian team, he'd be with the Scots. Well, he is. He's, he's a Scottish descendant. He's, That's right. He quite often wears the um, the kilt. Well, we've seen him here. How many times have we seen him in the kilt on game day? Too often. Yes, too often. And like you know, he wears it. He wears it on purpose that it's uh, nothing under the kilt. Well, uh, that's how you can tell a true Scotsman. Well, I, I'm not. I'm not of Scottish descent, but I do know that. No. Uh, and I'm just looking around. I think someone obviously at the uh, border patrol let Grant Miller into the establishment. Wow! So they they wouldn't have been dancing up on the Gold Coast if uh, Grant's in town. Well, I just want to see if he's wearing the white shoes. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> the last of the brigade, as it were. Uh, 
Uh, he's an old Clive Palmer man himself. I was just thinking, yeah. the Clive Palmer. <laughs> I think he's in the Clive Palmer clan. Yes, yes. The CPC. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure if you'd want to be a card-carrying member of that group. Not at the moment. Yes. Meanwhile, scrum here about seven metres short of halfway. Eastern side of the ground. Nearly 10 minutes gone. No score on the board. Quins and Rams. Mike Sheen and Richard Old with you for the call today. If you're on social media, let us know where you're tuning in. Love to hear from you this afternoon. Oh, hi. That's an old-fashioned midfield bomb taken nicely there by uh, Lua Taniello. They switched jerseys. The two wingers, second kick in field. It'll sit up for the Harlequins, will it? No, it's on the deck. Referee's going to play. He's going to rule a penalty. Harlequins man taken out. Yeah, now Quinns have taken a quick tap. Going out the back. Let me guess. Oh, he's kicked it. Yeah, they've gone F-Boss style. Tap and go. Uh, and he's found touch. Just on the 10-metre line. Yeah, Camden throw. We go onto the social media channels if you want to... Get in touch with us this afternoon. One of the people I saw uh, send in a message there is the uh, the people's footballer, Dan Grimson, all the way out there at uh, Wallandilly, where he uh, resides oh, yes. these days. I think, he, I think he might actually be the CEO of uh, Wallandilly uh, Shire. Walland oh, OK. I was going to say Wallandilly Rugby. No, no, no. <laughs> He's been barred from rugby. <laughs> all right, OK. He's, he was the people's footballer of Camden, well right. known. Yeah. Nice little chip over the top from Timmy Windle, if you don't mind. Look, I've got a problem with forwards kicking the ball. <laughs> and no communication there. Windle takes it, flicks it back inside. Ban has a look. McCourt, he'll kick it. No two ways about it. Oh, he didn't. That's Austin McCourt in the 10. Lays it back. That's the halfway line there. Harlequin's trying to pilfer. Playing advantage to the visitors. And they get the penalty. Well, see, that's... That's a deliberate attack by the referee. Here we go. Uh, oh, oh, our friend McKenzie's recruiting going well in Birmingham at the moment. The pickers are looking good for the 2026 Commonwealth Games in Victoria. Well, that's excellent. Well, I'll, I'll just put it out there now. If the pickers <laughs> need somewhere to stay and warm up and pre-train. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. they'd be more than welcome yeah. here at Wire Lane. Yeah. No, as definitely. would any of the national yeah. teams. Yeah. No, they'll be fine here, the pickers. Yes. They'll be allowed to be in here. Yes. I mean, they could set up on the on Marino Stadium if they wanted to uh, uh, set up base. Well, like, I'm thinking something like uh, the caravans. In yeah, the well, well, that's what I mean. You've got Marino Stadium there to use. Yeah, you could park, so, like, park like the pikeys do in England. Yeah, yeah. Take up the local uh, transit lane, the, the truck, par uh, truck parking. Well, I'm gonna, talking of parking, getting in here this afternoon to Wire Lane, yeah, well, look, look, we've had to clear up some area because it's a little bit too wet. And, yes, uh, even when I, I ventured in with uh, the broadcast equipment a couple of hours ago, it was uh, quite heavy underfoot. It is, and that, look, we just had a couple of days of dry weather and a bit of wind and sunlight, and we'll be fine. Yep. But uh, no, no, we're going all right here. We're going all right. No, we're doing well. And Wayne Gow's in Mittagong. Well, that's something different in my life. <laughs> I think Wayne lives in Mittagong. No, I'll squirrel. You can get in touch with us on social media thanks to RW Laws and Associates. It's tax time. Get in touch with Rob and the team. I actually thought uh, Wayne Gow would have been out, out in the world uh, 
out in the world on a motorbike. Oh, okay. He's a, he's a motorcyclist. Uh, An aficionado? He is. And he actually told me once how the quickest he'd ever been on a motorbike, because he used to test ride motorbikes for a living. Yeah. He did 350 kilometres down uh, the straight at um, Eastern Creek. Wow. Never told me what happened at the end of it. <laughs> well, he's still alive, so it could well, be, can't be that bad. Oh, exactly. Now, John Leota throws to the line out, stolen oh. by Camden. Good work there from the Rams. They've come up with possession, a little grubber kick through the line. I think we're, we're kick happy today, Richard. Oh, well, I think they're down the road here at um, the next oval down the road here with the soccer ball. Yes. That, I'll, I'll be covering some of that tonight for MacArthur Sports Radio listeners. Gunners in Oran Park from Bensley Road tonight from 7. Right. Well, you hear that on MSR? They might pick the ball up and run with it. Well, i tell you what, there would be a riot at Bensley Road if that happened. Well, there would be, be a riot. Probably isn't the first one. Could be the second <laughs> one. There's Elijah Saar. Lays it back. That's the 22 in front of them. To the right-hand side. That's Tunapopo. See, now this is good football. No one's kicked in the last three phases. Yes. Building a little bit of pressure here, the Harlequins. And they're, they're building up numbers, and here we go. Might have a little bit of an overlap here. Yes, they've got numbers out wide, past rather marginal. The referee said it was okay. There was a bit of a loss there, missed tackle, that one. 22-metre line in front of them for Campbelltown. Oh, so he's broken no. through the line here. That's the fullback in uh, Robbie Lubba Lubba. Wonder if he knows Shaggy. He might. I don't know. A name like that. Distant cousins, maybe. <laughs> Harlequins. Oh, the ball's on the deck. Oh. <laughs> There's another kick from a oh, forward. That was. But I think we've got a penalty here uh, for offside. Yeah, that's right in front. It's not looking good. He's going to take a quick one. No. Oh, he is. Penalty uh, count five three to the Harlequins. Numbers to the left-hand side here for Campbelltown. Looking very close to the line from there. Playing advantage. Uh, There's the try. First try of the day goes to Campbelltown. Yeah, that was a bit of ordinary defence there from Camden. Got a feeling it might have been the number nine. Tuala it was. Yeah. August Tuala on 16 minutes opens the account. And obviously Harlequins have worked out, you hang on to the ball and don't kick it and you end up getting a try. <laughs> yeah, funny that. Five points to nil on the Lagood Services scoreboard. Campbelltown yeah. leads Camden through 16 minutes. You know, I'm, not, I'm still looking around the crowd at that many people. You know, the Daryl Hunters here. There is a cast of thousands here at Wire Lane today. Matty Searle. I saw Matty Searle, the great man, earlier. Don't Matt, think he saw me, but I saw him. Mole Matthews. Martin Goff, Nathan Pryor, there's, there's plethora. Yes. Plethora of people. There is. I'm sure they're all, all enjoying the uh, hospitality on display here at Wire Lane. Yeah, the, the steak sandwiches and the uh, hamburgers and the uh, pies and sausage rolls. Yes. Big, big sellers today. Yes, no doubt. A beautiful afternoon. Now the conversion attempt for the Harlequins to make it seven. It's over the crossbar and over the black dot. So it's 7-0 Harlequins over Rams. 17 minutes gone for the good services. Yeah, look, 
we started like this over at Campbelltown and uh, we came back. We only got done by two points. Yes. Um, I mentioned that in the opener. It was a, a tight finish. Let's just see if we can get it back to tight. So we've seen what Harlequins can do when they hang on to the ball. I think we need to hang on to the ball now. Take the <laughs> kicking out of the game. And let's just, let's just hang on to the ball and try it around, have a bit of fun. Trust some of these young blokes in the back line. And Wayne McNamara's just uh, logged in there, and he says he's uh, he's got a few medical problems. Well, McNamara, I think you had him a long while ago. <laughs> but he says saying good day to all the thirsty thirds, and uh, from '86 and '96, pretty sure he was a coach in '96. Ah, okay. He probably played in '86. Quite possibly. Oh, that's offside. Right here we go. Penalty to Camden. Yeah, just unfortunate. A bit of lack of communication there between. Uh... And that should be a penalty. Not a scrum there, Harlequins. Yeah, now they've realised it is, and kick for touch taken by Austin McCourt. Okay, we need to win this line out. We need to get down here. <coughs> Uncontested line out win, and again, not oh. straight. It's the second one. We've missed a few line outs today. Mm, that's the second one. We can't, we can't lose line outs, especially down there in their 22. Yeah, there's a, a familiar face for me, Charlie Viola, former... Colts player. I see Phil Boyd's turned up with the football today. That's great for Phil to be down here. One of the better 5'8s ever to play for Camden. I, 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 I'd say <coughs> I, I reckon he's probably stayed away from uh, Grant Miller. Probably a wise <laughs> move. Check your wallet there, Phil. So the scrum five metres out. Harlequins on the defensive here. Big push from Camden. Trying to cause a turnover there. Hamilton advancing it by about 10 metres. Just going to mention the uh, the attacking flair of the Harlequins. Going back to that 0-1 season, there wasn't a lot of kicking. It was pick and drive under Dave Everett. Spiral torpedo bomb downfield inside the Rams 22. So we'll measure it and put it into touch right in front of our commentary position. That was almost in the commentary box. Yes. Wise move by uh, Alex Ben to let the ball go in the 22 to come back up here. Yes. I think, I think what we need to do, Harlequins, is run them around a bit. The build of their players, run them around, and uh, they should run out of gas. There it is. Ball. Knocked on, I think it'll be a double knock on. No, he's going to say first one from Campbelltown. Yeah, ours was a knock back, I, I thought, I just, for a moment, I had to check myself there, but I thought he might have ruled a knock on from Camden. But the first one from the Harlequin, so it'll be a Camden scrum feed. On the 10, 15 in, Western side. Rams trail 7-0. 19 minutes remaining. I think the Rams first half. To, I think the Rams need to run it here. 
um, because they've got a few, they've got three backs back. Their back three is back on the 22. We need to have a run. There's a big blind here, Timmy. Yes, Wendell. there if is. You, if you're wearing a headgear or an earpiece in it, Timmy, go the blind. <laughs> it's a cracker. Taylor Maynard feeds it and wins it. You got it. That's the problem. That was a good blind. They should have used that. Whoa, it's a bit of a go. Man. The open side. Here's a chance for Tui Devetta through the 10 metre line to the 22. Tong and two step on the way through, if you don't mind. Ball to the outside. Sam Lyon, he puts it over the top. The chase is coming through. Campbelltown get there first. It'll oh, be forced five metres. No, it'll be a line dropout under the new rules. That's right. Yep. Line dropout for the Harlequins. Good pressure from Camden. That was a good move there. Good break. Centre field. Forget what I said about going the blind. <laughs> That's why they're out there and we're up here. So the line dropout for the Harlequins. Timmy Windle just having a chat to the referee. They're yeah, just something. working out the, the, what it is. Is it a dropout? Is it a five-minute scrum? I'll tell you, Blake, I would know that. It would be James Corumbus. He knew, yes. a lot about, he knew a lot about the laws of the game. And he unfortunately uh, sent his uh, apologies today because he's, he's had a cycling... Uh, Mishap? No, no, he probably has by now. <laughs> but he's actually had a sighting, uh, cycling trial where he's coming third in the New South Wales competition. Oh, very good. And um, he's, uh, it's at the, uh, he told me, I, I don't know where the place is, he called it the Riff. Ah, oh, the Riff, yes. Is that Penrith? Yes, that would be. Ah, right, so Jim's, Jim's going to be on the bike about now. Okay, there's big Cam Luke. Cam Luke on his 200th game. 200 games today. Now they keep it through their hands. Camden, it's gone forward, though. Yeah, that was something. Not what they were looking for. We just need to consolidate a bit and hang on to the ball. Now there's a name I haven't seen in a long while. Uh, Graham Mewis, famous player and coach from Camden. And I can guarantee you, where you find Graham Mewis, you'll find Ingus look good. <laughs> I, have seen, I have seen he of the bionic hip earlier today. Well, he did get through the middle detector, which is... Yes. That's the first time this year he's actually got through it. I was going to say first time ever, but yeah, OK. We'll Uge, go with that. Uge goes off with the plate that's in his brain. <laughs> the one on his hip. <laughs> and that, now, I must commend the, the, the lines here because we know he's good on the circle work, Angus the Good. He's very good on the circle work. Has a bit of trouble with the straight line. So, well done to the team for getting the lines, uh, you know, in, a, in the correct order. Yeah, well, I think he's been barred from coming down here <laughs> right, okay. using the line marker. Yes. You were talking about the round ball game a little earlier. That might have been where we had some problems. Uh, there's a lot of things we had problems with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't going to say that out loud, but okay. Right, here we go. Now, that's the 10-metre line. I think that's uh, Lua Taniello going to ground. Well done, Lua. Good run of about seven metres there. Oh, Jimmy Watson, a bit of a show and go. A dummy. Take that out of the game, Jim. Just hit it up, mate. He's in the 17, Jersey. Oh, nice. Oh, good hit. That was a very good hit. Camden still with possession. Yeah, short of their own 10-metre line. He can drive. Yeah, I think we need to do this. I'm just looking here in the back line here of Harlequins. Oh, that's a bit high. Taylor Maynard oh. trying to scoot through the line. I think that was above the shoulders, that uh, tackle. Should have been pulled up. 
Obviously, uh, and that's what we're lacking here, is that TMO would have got that. <laughs> Are you offering your services? No, because TMO stopped the game for about five minutes. Oh, do they what? And it gives everyone a chance to have a breathe. Those blokes are unfit. Yes. And uh, then we go again. Just when you get a bit of momentum into a game, the... Uh, the TMO sort of say, oh, hang on, we have to Hang on, it. we need to have a look at something. Here we go. Here's, Here's oh. a chance down the short side right. Long ball out wide. Grant Isles for the corner. Got there. Try Camden. That has to be surely a, uh, a penalty try because that was a head high. Now, that player, he needs to be... There's the signal try given. The player who did the tackle there at the line, he certainly has to have a little rest over here for 10 minutes. If he doesn't, that's very poor refereeing. He's going to his pocket, but I don't think he's pulling out a card. Well, I don't know what you've got to do not to get a card. Because uh, that was definitely a head high, and that was the second one we saw earlier in the game. 7-5 on the Good Services scoreboard. 14 and a half minutes remaining. First half here at Wire Lane. Mike Sheen and Richard Old with you this afternoon. Running rugby through MacArthur Sports Radio and the Camden Rugby Facebook page. Great to have your company. Hit us up on social media if you're joining us. On Facebook at Mac underscore Sports Radio. Same for, uh, oh, sorry, that's the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, MacArthur Sports Radio at Mac underscore Sports Radio on the Twitter and the, the Instagram. I know you're all over the socials, Richard. Facebook, find us MacArthur Sports Radio. Yeah, I was. Of course, I the Camden Rugby Facebook page as well. I was on, the, on all of this internet <laughs> stuff, but due to a court case that's the, pending, I've had the, to have The information off. superhighway, a, a friend of yours, isn't it? Oh, I've had to hop off because of a court, <laughs> yeah. pending court case. Oh, but right. I'm just, just reminding myself about uh, the, people, the, the rugby people's player, Dan Grimson. He, uh, he was one of the few players I know that played with gloves on, <laughs> even on hot days. <laughs> even in summer. The only other person I played with gloves was a smiling assassin. Yes. That was, that was due to his, his boxing career. <laughs> he won, he won I thought it might have bits. been the modelling career, well, becoming a hand model. Well, he was a hand model, but that's a long story, and I don't <laughs> we, think we're allowed to we, go We down won't that. go down that path. Absolutely. Ladies' Day is coming up in a few weeks, let's just say that. Yeah, I think we'll save it for that. that <laughs> yeah. certainly is. I know he's got his best bow tie ready. He was in. Uh, he That'll was, be the outfit for the day, the bow tie. And that was a missed kick at goal too, Mike. Yes, it I was. But uh, he was uh, he was well known for uh, in the European film set. Yes. <laughs> with the gloves. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> we'll leave that one there. Ladies Day coming up in a couple of weeks. Ladies, if you see oh, with the gloves on. Look out. The gloves and the bow tie, it's a, a recipe it. for disaster. Well, hopefully we have our friend from the Commonwealth Games back. Well, it'd be nice. You know, he might turn well, up. I his... mean, he may not be able to control himself if he hears about the assassin with the gloves and the bow tie. Well, he'll have the killed on. That'll be... Yeah, well... Yes, and, it, and I'm sure the assassin will tell us whether he's a true Scotsman or not. Yes, yes. Well, he'd know. Oh, if anybody would know. Yes. 7-5 full of good services. Camden trails Campbelltown, 12 minutes remaining. Well, Alex Van First half, gallop. Alex Van decided to run it. I think that's taken a Harlequin's hand. Well, that's a deliberate knock-on. That's uh, another time on the bin. Come on, Rip. You've got to, mate, the laws of the game are set there for you to... Uh, to I use think it. he's ruling knock-on scrum feed Camden. How was it a knock-on when they passed the ball 
and he put his hand out there to try and stop it and catch it. I can only assume he ruled it wasn't deliberate. This is where the TMO need to come in yeah, now. Well, I didn't well, want him, but now I need him. Yeah, now you're in favour of it. Deliberate knockdown there. That's ten minutes, same as the head eye. Can we get this referee on the uh, get an earpiece? We'll uh, see if we can work something out at half time. Oh, this is not good. Zach Cantwell coming off. Now, who's that going on in Jersey 21? Uh, he'd be a Camden player. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, so no, I, I could actually find out who it is. <clears throat> so, Cantwell off. So. Only half an hour for Cantwell. Yeah, he's holding his arm. That doesn't look too good. Looks like a wrist. And I'll tell you what, down at, um, down at Vikings, he was our player of the day down there as far as I'm concerned. Okay. I didn't see that uh, that match. No, no, he, he, he really had a blinder. Uh, here we go. The 21's Taden Hanthorne. There's, there's a problem. Oh, no. There's a problem there. Uh, a bloke by the name of Dave Mutton has just walked past. And I don't think he's allowed in the corporate box. Get out. He's not allowed in the commentary box at all. Dave Mutton, famously known as Rhino. He's a champion front rower for Camden. Played a lot of football. He's, uh, he's now getting out of the uh, commentary box. <laughs> he's a lovely man. He comes from Parks. Oh, very good. We might have a chat with him at half-time. Well, now he's leaving the corner. <laughs> <laughs> now he's happy to leave. Oh, no, we'll catch up with Dave later. He's a very good man. Good man for Cannon Rugby Club, that young man. We'll uh, continue with the play. 7-5 here. Harlequins lead it. Lubba Lubba keeps it alive on the Whirling Dervish. Got it away on the outside. Yeah. Found his winger there, but it went forward. Yeah. It went forward. It's Tayden Hanthorne on in 20, 21 for the Rams. Yes, he's uh, one of the young blokes out of the under-18s. He's come through and he's now in the grade. Yes. Oh, I've got someone wanting me to use the set of binoculars. Yes. Know. Oh, uh, you want me to give them to the referee? <laughs> well, I don't think the assassin needs them, especially no. if uh, our Scottish friend's here. No, no, no. he doesn't need them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, like, this is a bit like when Australia played against England. We couldn't pass the ball to each other. We it, pass yes. it forward, you know. Three blown tries in the first half. And uh, that sort of ruined the game for us. We can get back from it. It's only one try apiece here, nine minutes to half time, 7-5 full of good services. Harlequins over the Rams in the MacArthur Derby, second edition of the year. We've got an intruder on the pitch. Oh, I don't think she's going to do any damage. No, no. I think that might be... Oh, no, I thought it might have been a, a young mower to Arne. You can see Lisa King, the Harlequins manager down there. No, I, I can honestly say, Mike, years ago, one of my daughters ran onto the field. <laughs> and I remember that day against, I think it was Shoal Avon or Shamrocks, and uh, yeah. coming out very similar to this. And uh, one of the Shamrock guys picked her up and brought her over to... <laughs> to the bench? No, he brought an English slip good. He was somehow <laughs> or other involved in it. Okay. And I remember the day, I think Angus said at the speeches after the game, the only person who broke um, the Shoal Avon back line was my daughter. <laughs> it was your daughter, yes. So, but times have changed. They times have, have they have. Penalty to the Harlequins for the scrum uh, lift, uh, scrum rising. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure Harlequins are going to go another scrum. They'll here. take the set piece again, surely. Yeah. 
boys have just got to get low. Get low with um, with our hooker getting down low. Cameron Luke and Jimmy Watson just got to get down low as they can and buckle these blokes. Kieran McCord, he's a short in stature, big in heart. Yes. And he can get this scrum low, and that's what we need to do. We just need his two sidekicks alongside him to do it. I'm sure Cam Luke knows exactly what he's up well, on. I think the Harlequin prop was down first. Meanwhile, the ball's on the outside. There's Lubber Lubber trying to get it back. Got it back on the inside. Found his other winger there. Chance for points here for the Harlequins before half time. Only a couple of metres out. Defence was up quickly for the Rams. Yeah, and there's yeah. the try. That's what happens when you run out of the line. You leave a bit of a hole there. Yes, yeah, so I think that through. might have been Ben Liney who jumped out of the line there. Yeah. 12 points to five for the good services. Camden trails Campbelltown. I know, I know Coach Gleeson will not be happy at this stage. He'll, uh, he will have a little stern chat with the players at halftime. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But, um, no, that was a bit of a soft try, that. Yeah. Can't run up out of the line. If you're going to run up out of the line, you've got to line the bloke up and get him. Make sure you make the tackle. Yeah. But, um, look... As I said, when we were over to Harlequins, this is how the game went, and then we got back into it. So uh, hopefully we can get the halftime speech and uh, we move on from there. Yeah, well, it's only a converted try the difference at the moment. You'd expect him to kick it from here inside the 22 on a slight angle. So that'll be 14-5, which is not... No, that's... Certainly not a, a concern for Dave Gleeson and the coaching staff. No, but for the... Yeah. People like the people's footballer. Yeah, they're, they're concerned at this time. Yes, yes. Um, Although I think the levels would be rather low. Um, possibly. Uh, but I, I will say this, that um, every time Harlequins have been down there 22, they've come away with points. Yes. Oh. Tipped, oh, it's the upright. And that's... that's I, I put that down to our friend in, uh, in Birmingham. Yes. I reckon he, he, he's... He's a bit of used a bit of the old, uh, the old uh, Pitcairn Island. Uh, uh, yeah, pick and go. Hoodoo. Yes. I think it's a hoodoo, that one. Right. Five to the break, 12-5, Quinns over Rams. Well, good services scoreboard. We've got five minutes to go. We need to try. That's a been good a, kick. Been a fairly even match. Well, there's a good contest. The ball's on the deck to be won. Camden comes up with it through McCourt. Got it away to Liney. Midway 22, 10 metre line, Harlequins into the ground. Oh, a, a little of, bit of uh, dosy do action going on there at the back of the ruck. Yeah, well, I think that blade needs to be shortened up, number two. Yeah, penalty to Camden. I think he was uh, having a squat there, the number two, according to the referee. Yeah, well, I'd be. Uh, let's keep the pressure on this time. No, no they're going to take the shot. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> take the shot. But then I looked and I went, oh, maybe they're keeping the pressure on. And I was going to go with it that time. But <laughs> come down here, get your three points. Go yep. back up. And start again. And, like, you really love it when you come to commentate a game. And you've got these hooligans. You are the getting harassed here. And I, I never know how, how, what's his name from the storm. Yes. Bellamy. Uh, uh, he gets harassed by the fans. Mind but, you, that's different. That's if different. you want an autograph, mate, I'll give it to you later. Just go away. I just want to touch. <laughs> so it's Austin McCourt lining up the conversion attempt. Well, the penalty attempt. 
Yeah. About 30 metres out, pretty well straight in front. Virtually no breeze, so no wind to deal with. It's good to see the barman's got out of the bar, finally. Kiki straight it over. He locks himself in there every time. Kick was never going to miss, so it's 12 points to eight. Campbelltown leads Camden on the Good Services scoreboard. Three to the break. And that's good. Now we can get back down there and get another three or get a try, we'll be in front. Yes. My maths are pretty good. Yeah, very sharp. You went to Wallingboard Elementary, didn't you? Wallingboard Elementary. Actually, a lot of, lot of young players out there today are from St. Greg's. Yes. There's a lot of blokes here in the crowd are from St. Greg's. Yes. Uh, a few I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Having a chat to one of our uh, colleagues a little earlier about the fact there's uh, a long history of St. Gregory's College. Not renowned as a rugby school, but uh, uh, still very well known in the rugby circles. Not as... Highly well, as highly known as the uh, the rugby league side, but uh, see, like uh, I'm just looking at the uh, Harlequins' backs. There's a lot of walking. Yes. This is what happened. At now Harlequin. you see, this is where I would put it over the top, put a kick in, turn them around. No, you don't they, do that because they charge it down, and you're back to where you started. That's been towed forward, but we've got a penalty to Camden. I think, look, I think it was a little bit strange then. They had an overlap. Right. They had they had a couple of blokes in the, the back three. One of them was a number eight. I'm pretty sure if you gave it to a bloke like uh, Sam Liney or um, young uh, Ozzy McCord or one of them, yeah. Grand Isles, I'm pretty sure they're going to get around there. There'd have been eight. some space to be found. Yes. We've just got to have a bit of a... Open our eyes up, boys. Yes. But uh, Tui Devetta down receiving attention from the medical staff. We've got to see James Umu's. Yes. Listening in. What a good footballer he is. Sending his support to the Rams. Very good man, James. Who's that down? It's one of ours? Yes, it's uh, Tui De Vetu. Uh, Tui De Vetu, sorry. Well, that's, we've lost two blokes in a uh, pretty short time. And I don't think he's going back on. That's a shame. Uh, I'm interested to see who uh, Coach Oh, Beach yes. On. Just seen a familiar name that I remember. From uh, St Gregory's College, talking of the connection, year coordinator of uh, well, some note, oh, Peter Hogan. Peter Hogan, yes, he was up there with the world famous uh, Peter Mulholland. Who yes, the late great Peter Mulholland. Who played under the name of Charlie Pindari for Camden. <laughs> and uh, and I, I remember a few of the other Tony uh, Thornton. Tony Thornton, yes, there's a name. Uh, I also remember uh, Paddy McCann from Galagambone. Paddy McCann from Galagambone. Yes, was a, an agriculture teacher in the early 90s up there. But uh, regularly wore a Galagambone galas. Uh, yes. Yes, he, he, was, uh, he loved his rugby, uh, Paddy McCann. 
I know years ago it was very uh, league orientated. Oh, it still they, is. But they uh, brought in a Joey's principal or ex-principal and uh, he really started to push. And at one stage there, St Greg's were the, um, the lower age groups for... Speaking of... Uh, uh, now, here's a man who would remember Peter Hogan, Charlie Viola. Can, can with a rolling mall. There's a bit of a knock on there by us. Pretty sure uh, Harlequin's going to get the feed here with a minute ten to go. Yep. But yeah, now getting back to uh, St. Greg's, they played uh, as uh, Sydney Boys High. Oh, okay. Lower age group because Sydney Boys High didn't have enough teams. Didn't have enough players. St. Greg's uh, Rugby Union side's filled in for like the 12s, 13s, 14s. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, back in the in the 90s, in the early 90s, in my vintage, uh, there were rugby teams, and they, they were quite competitive. Uh, not to the standard they are today, uh, but they were quite competitive in the early 90s. Well, in the 70s and 80s, there was a great man from Harlequins, uh, Jeff Hicks, mm. and Jeff Hicks ran the rugby up there. Good things for them. There was uh, Jeff Hicks took a lot of players to Harlequins. <laughs> Cam didn't get too many, but no, great, great rugby man, Jeff Hicks. And look. It, it, Here's the sponsor of the, uh, the corporate box. Oh, no, it's not. It's a, it's a, it's a dead lookalike for uh, Angus Lee. Uh, not Angus Alistair Lee. <laughs> it's not Alistair. It's, a, it's an impersonator. <laughs> I better get them uh, binoculars back. Yes, you might, want to, you might want to get them after you make your trip to Specsavers at halftime. So we see the Harlequins with the scrub Good win. Tackle. Almost got away. Good 16 tackle. there. Making a run upfield. That's the 22-metre line there. Penalty Camden. Alapati has come on there for... Uh, Alapati Lafaeli. He's come on and made that tackle. And straight off the bench, impact player. I'm pretty sure that's uh, Alafati Lafaeli. That's him. And I think that'll do us for half-time here at Wire Lane. It is. So at the break, it's Campbelltown 12, Camden 8. Here on Running Rugby, MacArthur Sports Radio and the Camden Rugby Facebook page. We'll take a short break here at Wire Lane. When we come back, we'll have the second half. Queens and Rams, Derby Day, only on MacArthur Sports Radio. Stay with us. Need signage for your business? Then the only place to go is Styles Signs in Campbelltown. Styles Signs can cater to any signage needs from exhibitions and events to shop fronts and business signage. Call the team at Styles Signs for more information or to discuss a new look for your business. Head online or check out their social media for more or to speak with Luke and the team. Styles Signs, the MacArthur's one-stop sign shop. Styles Signs are proud sponsors and signage suppliers of MacArthur Sports Radio. Miracle Babies Foundation is Australia's leading organisation supporting premature and sick newborns, their families and the hospitals that care for them. They are passionate in developing and providing vital programs and resources to support and enhance a family's experience from a threatened pregnancy, hospital journey with a premature or sick newborn, the transition to home and beyond. To donate and learn more, visit miraclebabies.org.au. 
stroke.com.au. A community service announcement. Stroke can happen to anybody at any age. The best way to help someone is to learn the signs of stroke and know how to act fast. F is for face. Has their face drooped? A is for arms. Can they lift both arms? S is for speech. Is their speech slurred? Do they understand you? T is for time. Call triple zero. Time is critical. If you see any of these symptoms, act fast. Learn the signs of stroke and you could save a life. Go to strokefoundation.org.au forward slash fast to find out more. If you're a small to medium business looking to realise your full potential, then you need to speak to the team at Forte Financial Services. The team at Forte Financial Services can come to your home or workplace to speak to you about tailoring a motor vehicle and equipment finance needs. Forte Financial Services can also tailor a home loan through the many lenders in the market as they look for the best deals for you. Head to fortefinancial.com.au or call them today to organise an appointment with the team discuss your situation. Forte Financial Services are proud sponsors of MacArthur Sports Radio. The Beer Shed Brewing Co. is MacArthur FC's official home away from home with all Bulls matches shown at the Shed in Lemire. But don't worry if sport's not your thing, with music and comedy nights being held regularly and even wrestling nights at the Beer Shed. With food trucks on site every weekend, there's always something delicious to eat and plenty of great drinks on tap, including their range of local beers and ciders. Make sure your next venue is the Beer Shed Brewing Co. Holly Lee Road Lemire. The Beer Shed Brewing Co. are proud sponsors of MacArthur Sports Radio. If you need to get your uniforms in order for the new season, then make sure your first stop is F2 Sportswear. F2 Sportswear can design a new strip for your team with a range of sports covered and can do business wear as well for that new corporate look. F2 Sportswear can produce a kit for the smallest squad right through to a full sporting or corporate wardrobe with quick turnarounds and orders being completed in around four weeks. Head to f2sportswear.com.au for more information or a quote on your next uniform. F2 Sportswear are proud sponsors and clothing suppliers of MacArthur Sports Radio. Give your club some exposure and publicity. Think of the reach you can have with live radio. MacArthur Sports Radio is the answer you're looking for. With years of experience and extensive sports knowledge, we can provide coverage of a single match or event through to a full season's coverage from round one to a grand final win. There's a range of packages available for clubs and sponsors alike. Let us know about your club or competition through MacArthurSportsRadio.com or find us on Facebook. We're passionate to get behind our expanding stable of sports, so become a part of our family today. Case Statewide Solar have been providing solar and battery solutions for local homes and businesses since 2008. They are at the forefront of solar panel installation and specialise in on-grid and off-grid power systems with a range of power-saving products available. See the team at Case Statewide Solar in their new store at Shop 2, 16 Argyle Street, Camden or call them today for more information on 1300 551 239. Case Statewide Solar are proud sponsors of MacArthur Sports Radio. Welcome back to MacArthurSportsRadio.com. This is MacArthur's sports leader for all your sports news. Head to MacArthurSportsRadio.com. But right now, let's get back to the team with more. This is MacArthurSportsRadio.com, the MacArthur's sports leader. We'll be back with more action in just a moment. If you're looking for somewhere to enjoy some live music, then check out the newest venue in the MacArthur, the Beer Shed Brewing Co. in Lemire. The Beer Shed has performers like Travis Collins appearing regularly, with comedy nights and wrestling also on their entertainment menu. 
If sport's more your thing, then head down every weekend with all MacArthur FC games shown on the big screens, plus NRL, AFL and much more. Check out their social media for full details on what's coming up this weekend. The Beer Shed Brewing Co. are proud sponsors of MacArthur Sports Radio. Whether it's a polo, claim kit or an entire club's apparel supply you need, make sure you get in touch with the team at F2 Sportswear. F2 Sportswear can design a new strip for your team with a range of sports covered, including football, AFL, rugby union and basketball. F2 Sportswear can produce a kit for as little as 10 units with quick turnarounds and orders being completed in around four weeks. Head to f2sportswear.com.au for more information or a quote on your next uniform. F2 Sportswear are proud sponsors and clothing suppliers on MacArthur Sports Radio. If you're a small to medium business looking to realise your full potential, then you need to speak to the team at Forte Financial Services. The team at Forte Financial Services can come to your home or workplace to speak to you about tailoring motor vehicle and equipment finance needs. Forte Financial Services can also tailor a home loan through the many lenders in the market as they look for the best deals for you. Head to fortefinancial.com.au or call them today to organise an appointment with the team and discuss your situation. Forte Financial Services are proud sponsors Welcome back to Wire Lane Half Time in the local derby. Camden trails Campbelltown 12 points to 8 at the break. Mike Sheen and Richard Old with you on MacArthur Sports Radio and the Camden Rugby Facebook page. Great to have your company this afternoon. Now we'll go around the grounds while we have the opportunity for the MacArthur's one-stop sign shop style signs. Find them in Blacksland Service Way, Campbelltown. Last night, it was Vikings 37, Barrel 10 down at Viking Park. This afternoon, Shamrocks 5 leading University nil at Uni Oval at Avondale. Shoalhaven 12, Avondale 5. No scores through from Saunders Field, Tektars and Kiama. And here it's 12-8. Harlequins over Rams. That's for Style Signs. The MacArthur's one-stop sign shop. I'll tell you one bloke who's had a good game so far is uh, Brad Horville. Yes. Been very good. He's, uh, he just hit the ball up there a minute ago and he made good yardage. And we're back over the halfway now in Harlequins Desert. Been very much between the 22s uh, this game. In the sideline. Harlequins hard up against the touch line. You just couldn't get him out of there. Oh, nearly pilfered it there. Now number 20 is, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's put something in his uh, leg, I think. We don't need another injury at this stage. No, certainly not. Yeah, so like, just while we've got this bit of break in play, um, we've got a few things coming up in the next couple of... Yes, well tell us about what's coming up. I know we've joked about uh, 
uh, Ladies, Day. Ladies Day, but that is coming up, and that is a big event coming up it for is. the uh, for the club, Ladies Day. Yeah, tickets are available for that. Um, it's usually a big day out for the ladies, and then of course Family Fun Day and uh, Sponsors Day. And I think we've got three of the next four weeks after today are here at yeah, I think Wire Lane. Yeah, four game, of the last five. One game down at um, Tech. Uh, is it Tech? I was yeah, having tech, a look earlier tech. today. We've got, a, we've got a game away at Tech. But I think yeah, that's, that's it. That's the only road trip after today. Is that next week? No. Uh, back here next week for University. Right. Then off to Tech Tars, then Barrel and Shoalhaven in that order. Yeah, Shoalhaven's the last one. To finish the season. So a couple of uh, tough fixtures, but the Rams are certainly capable of uh, causing a few upsets. I think that was Lachlan McInerney that went off just then. Okay, on Deboo. I think I could be wrong, but... Just looking to see who's come on. Uh, Evan D'Souza in 16. Evan D'Souza in 16. Here we go. Quick line, quick tap. Oh, that's a bit high. Look, I'll tell you what this uh, referee... Oh, he's got his arm out now. Playing advantage. That's the 22-metre line in front of them there. Referee's going to play the scrum or I, play I, the penalty. I just want to know how many times he's going to give head highs and just just put the arm out. He needs to be talking to them and saying, listen, boys, the law is you have to tackle below the nipple and if you don't, you're going to get a yellow card. There will be cautions. Now, it looks like the Harlequins gonna, uh, the Rams are going to take the three points through Austin McCourt. Yeah, I'd, I'd take it. I'm back on Aussie so It's out. a low-scoring sort of day, isn't it? We're only 90 seconds into the second half. But, uh, yeah, it's the sort of day where it's going to be three tries to two or two tries to one and uh, a 17-14 sort of day. Oh, look, I think, I think whoever gets in front the next try, I think, could open, open up a, a few. Yes, could lead to a couple. But this, you just get the feeling it's going to be one of those days, a low score and... Four penalties to three gets you home. Yeah, well, if it gets you home, it gets you home. That's what you want. Yes. So McCourt, be about 35 metres out. It's low, it's flat, and away to the right-hand side. And I think that'll come back to the 22. So an opportunity missed there for you know, McCourt. A, a young bloke who can kick is uh, young Kieran McCourt. Yes, the goal-kicking front rower. Yep. So, Harlequins uh, take a quick tap, a uh, quick uh, drop out. Yep. Good tackle, Brown Isles. So the Harlequins up to halfway. <coughs> Long ball out wide. That's the 10-metre line they're crossing up to the halfway now. And a slight knock on there from the Harlequins. Well, uh, that was a bit unlucky for Harlequins because they had the numbers outside us. Um, it's, uh, look, we need, we need to do something here from the scrum. We need to do something exciting. And have their, have their forwards run around. That's what we need to concentrate on doing here. See, look, look, number six is still walking over to the scrum. Yeah, this is like he's waiting for the TMO to say something. <laughs> I think he's actually playing it inside centre. No, 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 he's gone in. He's on the side okay. of the screen. They've updated their team list, the Harlequins, and they've got uh, 
Jumpers in all different uh, locations. Thank you to the Harlequins for providing the majority of their team list, albeit rather belatedly. There's a lot of cousins in the side for, both, yes. for a lot of Illawarra sides, and their names name withheld. Yes. <laughs> and they're, they're everywhere. And I know um, IDAU did ask that um, uh, people can actually see their names that they really want to, so I don't know why people just keep going along the lines of name withheld, unless that's their real name. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's at least one in the Camden side, but... Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm not quite sure why they... Do that. that happens across the board as well in all the competitions. And uh, look, uh, James Umu has put a compliment out there to me in uh, Fiji, and I'll give it back to you, James. Okay, my friend. And uh, also uh, Shane Dunn, the uh, Shane Warren of Australia, of uh, Canon uh, Rugby. He's uh, in Queensland. And Warney, good to hear from you, my friend. Penalty to the Rams here. Penalty count certainly going their way this afternoon. Yeah. The other, one, the other one I say to James Umer was, uh, sorry, sorry, level. James, take that on board, my friend. Oh, that's just Fijian talk there, Mike. From my yes, days. I know. That's what worries me. Yes, it's all good. I, I'm not fluent in Fijian, so. You don't want to be. <laughs> I might have to speak to a few of my contacts and learn a couple of phrases. I would. So I, think, the, I actually think Wayne McNamara and um, uh, Craig Kenham are um, watching the Swans play. The Here we go, Grant Isles. Now Grant's away. Here's a chance for Isles. Inside the 22, in. takes him on. Can he get the ball away? He was lifted but slung the ground and a great tackle 10 metres out. Western side of the ground. Semi Liney has a little there, short run. There's Liney, that's Sam taking it forward. We've got to get the ball out the back, boys. Only about six or seven metres out from the line. Rams on the attack in the second half. We played about eight minutes full of good services. 12-8 Camden Trail. On the attack, you're only a couple of metres out. The ball's out the back. Uh, it's on the deck and the referee shaking his head. I think he's going to rule a knock-on against Camden here. Yep. He does. Harlequins feed. See, look, uh, we haven't got the world's biggest side. I don't know why we're taking them on in the front, up front. We had a couple of speeches out the back. Grand Isle's the prime example of it. Throw it out the back and have a run. I don't know why we tried to take them on there. We should have gone bang, bang, two hit-ups. Timmy Windle laying the ball back and then bang, straight out to the backs. Semi Liney, Grand Isles, Alex Byrne, Ale Lalapati. You know? Now we come back with a scrum. So the scrum five metres out, referee... Blows it up. Well, we know what the Harlequin scrum's going to do. They're going to, the number eight's going to pick it up and have a run. Simple as that. From the Dave Everett School of Coaching. The scrum panel will be real good for us right here. Yes. Big push from the Harlequins. Uh, they're looking for the penalty. Maynard called out. Oh, he's put it down at first receiver. Doesn't matter. He's got the penalty. Offside penalty against the Rams. So the Harlequins get the reliever. Yeah, this is where we've got to keep the pressure on these players. Have a look at Harlequins. They've got two down. Not having a breather. 
Yeah, obviously the front row is doing the job because that's a that's a layer tower, isn't it? The hooker. Uh, Johnny Leota's the hooker. Well, Johnny Leota, sorry. Johnny. He must have been just catching his breath. Yes. 23 out there is Quincy Ulberg for Campbelltown. Throw to the front of the line out. Not in straight. First one against the Harlequins today. has been two or three in prime position for Camden that have been blown up. Well, a good pressure there from our, 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 our line out. And we're going the line out, so this will be good. I'm backing, uh, I'm backing uh, young uh, Kira McCourt to throw in a good one. Probably to, uh, probably to Windle. There's a bit of trouble over the back here. What's going on? Uh, bringing on a reserve. Yeah, Daniel uh, Tu'ulau coming on in Jersey 7. Looks like he's replacing Isu Ben Miafu. Uh, Ball out the back. Referee says play on. Orville popped it out the back. Referee's going to blow it up, though. It's going to be a Camden scrum oh, no. feed, though. So. Yeah, there was, a, there was a knock on the back of the line out. Scrum feed will go to Camden. Now, once again, here's, here's, here's where you've got a big blind. All right? Timmy Windle off the back of the scrum, picking up Grand Isles. Down time. the short side. Try time. <clears throat> I actually found out today that uh, Grand Isles is going to be, oh, not Grand Isles, Grand Miller. <laughs> Grand Miller's going to be in uh, the Camden area for about three weeks. Oh, okay. Uh, it could be Gracing us here. with his presence. Well, it could be down here debt collecting. You wouldn't know what he's doing, that bloke. <laughs> it's, uh, I can see him. Taking their time with his scrum here, Camden. We need a good scrum here. This is what we need. Referee not happy with it. Both sides wanted the penalty. The halfback on each side looking for the penalty, but uh, neither getting the whistle. Well, realistically, halfbacks, they haven't got too much of an idea on, uh, <laughs> on scrums. <laughs> Any number higher than nine knows nothing about scrums as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> right. I just saw young Dave Bajaya just go past. No, the budgie himself. The budgie. Well, there's a name from years gone by. Toby, it was a, a, flying winger, uh, a flying flanker back yeah. in the day, Dave Bajaja. Toby Surley, he's been signed yes. here. Yes. Lyle McLean, second grade uh, manager. He's probably a bit upset today after today's loss. Wouldn't be happy. It was uh, 19, uh, 1912, I think it was. Yeah, very passionate man, Lyle. Oh. Ball's eventually out. Goes the way of the Harlequins. Opponents in Camden. That's uh, Taniyelu taking it forward. Maynard finds Ben Liney. Nearly broke through the line. Ben Liney, good run there. Ban wants it on the right-hand side. Puts a little grubber oh. kick through. Does he? No, he gets it back. Might have taken a deflection there. Oh, it's going to be a turnover. Penalty to Campbelltown. Now, what's happened here? We've got a... Oh, 
I, I don't know. I missed that bit. I'd like to I think one. he might have obstructed the uh, Harlequins player taking the quick tap. No, no. The signal I got is he um, he backchatted. Ah, well, that's a... And look, and realistically... That's a cardinal offence. Well, you shouldn't backchat, but... No. Obviously, you can pull a card out for a backchat, but not a head eye. So we see the Harlequins with the man advantage. Ball's gone to ground, though. Now, unfortunately, I'm pretty sure they come off the Harlequin player's knees. From what I saw, I didn't see it hand touch it. Yet he's played a knock on. Referee in prime position, five short of halfway. 15 gone, second half. Campbelltown 12, Camden 8. Full of good services. I, I think we've got to open our eyes up and have a little look and see where there's a hole. Don't kick it anymore. It's hard enough to get hold of. We don't need to kick it. We've got a man on the in the bin. You know? Let's just play smart footy, run the clock down. Scrum. Five metres inside Camden Territory. Big push from the Harlequins. Camden come away with it. Semi-liney. Liney. Liney. Keeps it alive. Isles to the outside. Isles towards the touchline. Cuts back in off, to, off his right foot. Takes on two and three Harlequins. They try and hold him up. He goes to ground. The, the referee's got the arm out for not releasing. And the penalty will come. Now, yeah, quick. Penalty count 3-2 in the second half in favour of the Rams. Court drives it into touch. Finds it on the 22, western side. 24 minutes remaining. In the local derby. Another change for the Harlequins coming on in 21. I don't have him on my list. Uh, he was the hooker from seconds, I'm pretty sure. I think he's Taylor Hanthorne's father. <laughs> I think there's a connection. We need to win this line out. It needs to be a good ball in. And it is. One cleanly. Maynard at the base. Now through the hands. McCourt. That's Austin Ban. Kept it alive. D'Souza knocked it back. Play on the call. 15 inside Campbelltown Territory. Harlequins piling in, trying to pilfer. Penalty Camden. How many times are you going to let this happen? The referee. Like, how many times are they going to be allowed to be come in from the side? <sighs> Frustrating. Dan punches it into touch. No, he doesn't. That's a David Knox of Canterbury. <laughs> David Knox, there's a there's a blast from the past. He couldn't pull the former Randwick, New South Wales and Australian number ten. Did have some issues finding the touchline, Knoxy, didn't he? He had a lot of issues. Old Fort Knox had a lot of trouble finding the uh, the whitewash on it on many occasions. I think, I think about now Taylor Maynard needs to have a little dart. Short of the 22, Camden. There's Watson. Good hit up there by Jimmy Watson. Maynard just holds it at the back. Directing traffic. Need to get rid of it. He does. 
Speared up there by Taylor Hanthorn, but you know, he's, he's out of his weight division there against the big fellas. Yes. Anyway, we've, we've got, got a penalty. penalty here to the. Yeah, right, there we go. Quick. Oh, they we... go down the short side, the ball's gone to ground. And we kicked it away. But uh, something happening there, the touch shot from the far side. He's now gonna uh, he's now gonna come on and be on the television. Well done. It looks like it might be a penalty to Camden after all of that. Was that a push? Could have been. Well, Alec Van Loos got it out that time. That's gotta be a Yes. <laughs> Uh, he's, re he's retired from the Knox School of Kicking. Oh, well, you obviously heard me. Yes. Because <laughs> that's one of the things I've brought in, Mike, since uh, Greg left earpieces into all yes. the players. So I yes. can have a chat to them while they're out there. Paul Brown style from Cleveland. Yeah. And see, the McCourt's done well here. He's uh, let the ball go over the fence. He's uh, wandered over and got it. He's run the clock down for our yes. man on the bench. Ball won by Ben Liney. Advantage Camden. It's Wendell. Wendell, Wendell inside the, the 22 towards the 5. Still going the captain. Driving forward. Pick and drive. No way through there. Four metres out from the line. Pick and drive again. Harlequins know this play oh too well. Pick and drive back to the left. Trying to draw the Harlequins defence in. These numbers on the outside if they get it out quickly. Either side. They're going to go right hand side. McCourt kicking for Isles. Yes! Grant Isles in the corner. Beautiful play Camden. They lead at 13-12. Beautiful work. The outside backs come together. Tritime.com Camden. Aussie McCourt bamboozled everyone. Except him and Ryan Isles, they knew exactly what was going on. Fantastic bit of football there for those two players. Now this is where the continuation starts. Uh, we've struck, we've struck gold. Yes. We've gone up there and struck gold. We come back and we get back up there again. And the clock is running down while our man uh, remains in the bin. Yeah, he's in the bin. Harlequins trail by a point. Camden 13, Campbelltown 12. Look good services. 19 and a half minutes remaining. Jonah Price, who's obviously back from his injury, is uh, running the water today, which is good. So good to see. Hopefully we'll see him back in black and gold colours before long. Well, we hope so. He's a very good goalkeeper and a very good player. McCourt now. 24 metres out, five in from touch, western side to make it a three-point lead to the home side. Inside the final 20 of this one. That's away to the right-hand side. Remains a one-point game. Camden 13, Campbelltown 12. Wire Lane this afternoon. And obviously... Uh and we haven't heard from Gregor because he's obviously asleep. Yes. <laughs> just realized, yeah? Yes. In Birmingham. I'm sure his uh, pit can recruitment team are uh, resting up. Oh, they'd be watching this game. Oh, no doubt they would. They'd be listening to your dulcet tones. Oh, well, I am flattered. I am flattered. Another change for the Harlequins coming up with uh, 
Giuseppe Sedrata. Juicy 18 going on. And we've had a bobble and a bobble there and a knock on from the Rams. Not what they were looking for. Yeah, a bit unfortunate there, Cam Luke. I thought he had the ball covered there. And a little bit of a mistake he made. Yeah, good as, uh, just seeing who's coming off. Another change for the Harlequins. Actually, I think they're number eight for Harlequins, Mike. Uh, if you remember, I think he played for Canterbury at the sevens. Uh, quite possibly. He yeah, looks like him with his hairstyle. I don't think too many Islanders have that type of hairstyle. <laughs> I dare say not. Pretty sure he either played for Western Barbarians or uh, Canterbury. Or Canterbury. I'll take your word for it. I don't remember. Looks like uh, Devetta, uh, sorry, Teniello about to come back on. <laughs> well, I, I'm someone in, in, in Europe, I don't know who the person is, but they just said that they're. The speech was at the refereeing performance today. So, obviously, I'm not the only one. Who, well, I'm not speechless, I've had my say. <laughs> yeah, no, you certainly have not. Uh, we, we have all our social media interaction thanks to RW Laws and Associates Accounting. We need to get your tax done this year. Speak to Rob and the team at RW Laws, Account, RW Laws and Associates. MacArthur Tax Online. Greg is the type of character, I bet while he's over there in Birmingham, he's probably eating ribs. Oh, no doubt. For dinner. He's the type of character that's... Yeah, living the high life. He likes a bit of rib, though. Yeah, I've heard that. Seven. He, he likes them in sevens, I heard. Oh, OK. Not, not a dozen or a six, he wants seven. Seven. It's an odd... Odd helping. There's a short ball down the right-hand side. Great tackle, Austin McCourt. I mean, uh, Kieran McCourt there. Around the ankles, brought him to ground. The ball's gone forward. Trying to appeal for this, the try, but uh, I think they were the only three celebrating. Yeah, no, that was definitely from where, from the, from the commentary box. You could see that was clear as a bell. Great tackle by uh, Austin McCourt, and there was a knock on. Yep. Harlequin's trying to sell the try there. And see, that's why you don't need a TMO. That was a touch judge. Oh, sorry, referee's assistant. Yes. Doing his job. Yes. And I can tell you, that's a very vocal crowd down there at Camden. Yeah. Yes, they are very uh, boisterous this afternoon. In the Angus Lagood uh, corporate deck. Uh, <laughs> yes. Deck. <laughs> Although, I think if it's truly to be the Angus Lagood corporate deck, it would need to be circular, would it not? Oh, hard to tell. Hard to tell. Well, we've got a scrum going on, and that's that's good. The problem is, you get these people hanging around the box that just uh, yes, yeah. yeah, they should just move on. Yes, <laughs> there's a blast from the past, Benny Sheedy. Yes, Sheets, another of those uh, '90s Colts stars under. The late great Eno here, we mentioned him a couple of times today. Another St. Greg's boy? Yes, another St. Greg's boy, class of 95. So, you know, like this. We're back on, our man's back on the field. Yeah. 
Need a very good scrum here. And I'd like to call a length of the field try, Mike. <laughs> well, we'll see what we can do here, Richard. Yeah. No promises, but we'll do our best. It would be nice. Yes. Rams gunning for three wins in four weeks. If they can get the job done this afternoon. I think that'll put them up the table too, a bit higher. Yes. They're up off the bottom of the table, pleased to say. And we got the penalty out of that. Great refereeing, whoever said that. <laughs> and his referee was not all that good, but he... I still have a bite about the uh, yellow cards. Yes. So he obviously he owes us one for Harlequins. <laughs> We've had one, he's got to give them one. Kick will find touch towards halfway. At 15 metres short of that mark on the western side. I do like the number eight from Harlequin. He's huge. He's a nice colour. Laitia Tui Tatava. That's him. Is Kieran McCourt, the goal-kicking hooker. Does play front row. Throw stolen by the Harlequins. Uh, it was pretty well read it was going to uh, Brad Horville. And going to number two, the easy option there, and they picked it. Like the front page. Like the first leg of the quaddy that never gets up. Twelve and a half minutes remaining and Rams by a point. Ball's on the deck. Referee says play on. Pick oh. and drive. There's uh, our man taking it forward oh, inside the 22 and they're going to go all the way. Are they? Ooh. Did he lose it? I thought he might have lost it. That's a no, he's going to say it's a try. Yeah, no, he got it down. And, you know, we had a couple of players go high on that guy. He's a big boy upstairs. He don't go high. So that puts the Harlequins back in front, 17-13. Full of good come. services, 10 minutes remaining. Three tries to two in favour of the Harlequins. Another change here for Camden. <laughs> Conversion attempt now from a tough angle. I'd have to almost pack him in here. It's going to be pretty good. I think, he, I think he'll knock this one over, and that's what we don't need. But yeah, we came back there. We can come back again. No two ways about it. 22 metres out, 13 in western side. That's what happens. You have one little mistake in the line out, next minute, boom. Yeah. Behind the eight ball a little bit. Home fans trying to give him the rounds of the kitchen. Kick is on its way. Oh, off the crossbar and upright and out. So the home fans celebrate. That's a, that's a pit can hoodoo. 17 13, Campbelltown leads it. Ten and a half minutes remaining here at Wire Lane. Pitcairn Hoodoo's come through again. Mm. 
Hope you're enjoying the coverage through Camden Rugby and MacArthur Sports Radio. Mike Sheen and Richard Old with you this afternoon from Wyalane. Fading Three sunlight tackles. here. Been a beautiful afternoon here at South Camden. That's an issue there. Three missed tackles. Yeah, straight up field half high. Penalty to Camden. Taylor Hanthorn, mate. Over the ball, got it. Brantley. So I'll kick for the Eastern touchline through Austin McCourt. Yeah, I don't think they'll kick for the Western. No, not from 15 metres in. We'll just find noticed Adam Pearce and Nathan Pryor, a couple of other young fellas that played a lot with the club. Glenn Whitney. No relation to uh, Whitney Houston, by the way. <laughs> I was going to ask if he was a distant relation of Mike. I might be. Yes. No, I don't think so. Not, not, not the, maybe a, a distant cousin on the mother's side or something. Oh, possibly. Ask Glenn at about 10 o'clock, he'll probably tell you that. Yeah, I'm sure he'll tell you what he is. Got a Harlequins player down. Uh, Andrew Dunshaw, another bloke from the past. One yeah, I, uh, someone's just asked which clock is correct. We're working off the... Uh, off the uh, this, the clock on the screen. Well, I've been working on the one on the uh, STM scoreboard. Yeah, I'm working off the one off our monitor here, so uh, I'm going to go with that one. What's the, what's the smiling assassin say down there in the... Uh, yeah, he's pointing to the one on the screen, on the so... On the screen. He'd know. He would know, and they've... You know, I think they're pretty well in sync oh, now. lovely line out there with one. Yes. And I think they pilfered it. They did. The hooker pilfered it. So there's about 12 minutes remaining here oh. at Wire Lane. Oh. Yeah, they're pretty well in unison here. There we go. Sam lining up the guts. Over the halfway line. Harle a Canton player down in back play on the left-hand side. That's gone into a Harlequins player. That'll be a penalty. Now that's got to... Come on, mate. You've got to dig out the yellow card. I would think it would be close to uh, yellow card territory, but uh, not given. Well, every time we seem to get a bit of momentum, they seem to do something. Yes. Yeah, that's... It's been happening. Happening every time we get a bit of run. No, it's so, been... Look, if Candle were doing it, I'd be saying exactly the same thing. They're just trying to... trying to milk the situation and they're getting away with it. Looks like they need a replacement here, Campbelltown. I have got a problem with the clock, Mike, because... The one I on think the it's pretty well in, in sync here. Well, the computer's still going and the clock on the... On the yeah, I think they're... Stop. I don't know what's going on here. Well, I'll, I'll bring it up with our, um, our director later. Yes, uh, I think we need to speak to our technical producer. I think it's in the van out the back. Yes. They're, they're reasonably close now. It's around 11 minutes remaining. Yeah. you know... If it's only a minute or so, you might as well tell that to Roger Bannister. <laughs> yes. Well, the four-minute mile could have been four and a half minutes. Yes. You know? It's just like, remember, like, uh, the Australian, the, the swimming pool at Sydney was six inches shorter. Not a lot of yeah. that, <laughs> I think the show was called the... Um, the Games. The Games. They were onto it. The 100-metre track was uh, 97 metres, wasn't it? Yeah, and it ended up in the, in the front row of the grass. <laughs> yes. Another line out off the top. Good stuff. Oh, that's a bit of a shocker. A poor pass, though. Held by DeVetta. I'd be going out again here to Isles. I think that's an excellent option, going out to Grand Isles. Even to Souza. Good clean out there, by. Now Sam Liney straight up the middle. Good run from him. 
Midway, 10 metre, 22. Shane Neasy's come on at halfback. Okay, so that might give them a bit of spark and direction around the ruck base. Penalty will go the way of Camden, I believe. Not rolling away is the signal. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, good refereeing there, but that's, I'm, I'm keeping asking the question. They keep penalty after penalty after penalty. You've got to say at some stage, mate, come on. Every time we get, as I said before, every time we get a bit of momentum, there's a penalty. Yeah, Alex Bam hooks that one like my six iron on the 14th at Studley. Finds touch on just outside the 22 on the eastern side. Well, I think I think uh, Alec Bam needs to go to the uh, the uh, Michael Bonacorso School of Kicking. Yes, for a bit of tune up. <laughs> yes. Would not be the worst move. No, or Neil Cunningham. Or actually, you could also go the Neil Cunningham School of Kicking. He was one of the better ones at Canter Rugby. Good afternoon, Neil, if you're out there listening. But yeah, no, like, you know, people are just wandering through yes, the, I know. The, corp the corporate commentary box is coming yes. in. We need to speak to management about getting the, uh, the the commentary box established. Yes, well, the smiling assassin says we need to go up. Yes, go up in the world. Okay, we've got a six coming off, and I think uh, I can't see the number going on. That's our friend out here in the red headgear who's ah. come on. Another good line out there. An excellent line. I'll tell you what, Austin McCourt, Austin McCourt on the uh, western side, on the eastern side, he's having a cracker of a time. Uh, Kieran. Kieran McCourt, sorry, yes. Uh, here's another penalty, and it's high. How many times, ref? I'm sure the captain would wonder. Yeah, I think there's a. It's a first and final caution there. And. A kick for touch. Oh, no, that's a, that's a, that's a better strike. Uh, keep it in. Went out. That went over the line. It did. In a very poor position here, but it looked like it had to have crossed the line by a good metre or two, and it has. Yeah. So the scoreboard are pretty well in unison. Seven and a half minutes remaining. And it's good to see that we've got the clock right. Yes. That's what we need to have. Harlequin 17, Rams 13. That's the oh, key number you need from the line out. Lining all the way through. Center of the line out. That's Ben taking it forward. Now pick and drive, short side. Oh, he's very he's close. Very there. close to the line there. Only centimeters out. Pick and drive from the base of the rock. If Campbelltown come away with it, I think they have, but it's penalty to Camden. Right. This is now got someone's got to go and have a little bit of a rest on the sideline. On, no, on, on normal, uh, not normal, on uh, HD television, you usually have a line at the bottom saying how many uh, penalties have been in a row. Yes, Mike, well, I, I can tell you, you the count's 11 2 in the second half in favour of Camden. 11 2. That's on our stats. So. At some stage... For four-day uh, financial services. At some stage, the uh, referee's got to say, yellow card time, boys. Yes, you would think so. Six minutes remaining. Quinn's by four. Poor throw taken by the Harlequins. They decide to kick, not the right option. Kieran McCourt juggles it, takes it at the second effort, keeps it back in the field of play. 
Harlequins have pilfered here. 10 metres out from their own line. Eastern side of the ground. They'll decide to run it from inside their own 22. That's not the smartest move I wouldn't have thought. Long ball out to the outside, but there's nobody there. The referee's going to say forward pass. Okay, Mike, this is what we want. Centre field scrum. 15 metres out. That gives us, we can put a, a centre either side. You can switch left or right. You've got it open. Bit disappointing there that uh, that was about the only line out were blown in the last ten. Half dozen, yeah. They've been good on the line out this afternoon, the, the Rams. And which is a bit of a shame there because uh, Kieran McCall would be looking straight into the sun from that side. A couple of people suggesting that uh, Campbelltown should have had a player in the sin bin. Ah, uh, look, see. Short arm free kick to Camden. Now go, boys. Go, go, Austin go. Austin McCourt takes on the line, tried to step his way through. Brought down seven metres out. Referee's got another penalty. I have to wonder how long it'll be before... Somebody from the east takes a seat. No, we've got a knock on here, in fact. So there's another scrum feed to the Camden Rams. Oh, do you back the Grand uh, McCourt kick the Grand Isles on the wing? Well, I tell you what, it worked once. Why not go there again? There's an acre of space out here, a good 20-odd metres on the western side. I'm backing uh, number 11 for us. I'm backing him in. That's uh, Taniyelu. Lua Taniyelu. Yeah, I'll be backing him in. I think well, he's one pass off on the right. McCourt drag and draws them to him and bang, straight in between. They're very skinny on the uh, defensive line, Campbelltown. Only four outside backs. Three of them barely covering the, uh, the width of the goalposts. Covering a very short channel, so a lot of space on the outside. Even uh, Shane Neasy could have a little dart around the back of the scrum there. Yes. Ball in. Pick it up. Eventually won by Camden. Neasy. Takes it straight to ground. Good clean out. All we're going to do is go hands out the back line. And, yep, and the ball's going to be there. They've got them shot to ribbons out wide. Advantage Camden. Keeping it in tight. the guts, I think. Yeah, they want to go short. Keep it tight here, Camden. Pick and drive. Only a couple of metres out. Who's that? Still very close to the line. Now they go left-hand side. Can they keep it alive? Heading towards that western touchline. Not much room to spare there. They've got numbers out here on the right if they want to go that way. Jimmy Watson hitting it up. Watson up the middle. Ten metres out. Screaming for defence on the left-hand side, Campbelltown. We've got the Ben Arm out. McCourt, that's Austin. Still pick and drive territory. Two and a half to go. Campbelltown have kicked it away. Penalty Camden. Right now. Oh, he's going to... My God, I'm in shock. He's pulling out a card. Had to be... It's only about 20 minutes late. Oh, no, he didn't pull it out. No, I was going to say, I can't see anybody heading for the sideline, so I don't think he has. They'll tap and go if post style here, Camden. 
camped inside the 22 for the last five minutes. We need to come away with results. This, the boys put a lot of effort into this. They need to get it forward and get points out of this. Taniula gets in to assist. Battering up the middle. 100 seconds to go. That's Watson in a mall situation. And it's a, it's, a, it's a turnover. No, I don't think it's been turned over. Oh, sorry. Comes back the way of Camden. That's going to be a penalty, surely. Playing advantage. Continuing on Camden on the attack. They're stacking the short side. Surely the option would be Dwyles on the right. Got an acre of space out here. 25, 30 metres. Rolling forward Camden, only a couple of metres out from the Campbelltown line. A try here, Will it Now it comes, McCourt, kick blocked at the wrong moment. Harlequin's got a leg in there. Uh, you can't Balls tackle out the back. on the ground. You cannot tackle a man on the ground. So it'll be another penalty to the Grams. I can't understand why we aren't going back to the previous penalty. You need to go back to the previous penalty, sir. Thank you. He's going to bring it forward. And offside the signal. The young player on the ground, that should be definitely a yellow card. Another one because the player, you cannot tackle a player that is on the ground. He obviously has some fear in pulling out yellow cards for Harlequins. And I'll set it. I don't care what happens. We're excited. <coughs> you just can't do this. It's Unfortunately, it's ruining a game. Been a tight game, a close game. Clock running down to zero. Neither set of supporters would be comfortable at the moment. Healthy crowd here at Wyerley in this afternoon. Back next Saturday for Wollongong University. Another big battle here at Wire Lane. Three o'clock coverage next Saturday. Bring you all three remaining matches here at Wire Lane. Well, Gregor should be over his commentary. I think the uh, final day of uh, sevens is on today. In <laughs> yes. Birmingham, so he'll... He should be available for next week, we hope. Yeah, he'll, he'll, hang, he'll hang around the... Um, uh, the Athletes Village. Yes. Um, no doubt looking for some autographs. Yep. Oh, no. There's Sam Liney to within four metres. Penalty Campbelltown. This is... I couldn't see what happened there. I didn't see there was... He signalled not releasing. This is, uh, this is a bit heartbreaking for these young blokes. So yes. Going to be a disappointing loss for the Rams, you would think. They throw themselves at everything. And obviously it's just put the ball out and the game's over. Game's over. There it is, full time, Campbelltown. Hold on for a derby win, 17-13 over Camden. Tight game, a tough game, nothing in it. The Rams get a bonus point. But Harlequins take four out of a tough local derby. Yeah, no, that's... We, we put a lot of effort into those players. They put a lot of effort in there today. They're outside their weight division. Yes. But we should have just thrown the ball around instead of kicking it away. And yes. Trying to crash up all the time. 
know, I know these guys are very intelligent and you know, sometimes they've got to sit back and say, watch the game again and see what they're up against. And, and, and really, that Harlequin side's not a great side. It's not a great side at all. And our blokes are all young, underweighted, underweight, sorry, and we're just not getting, just not, we're attacking, but we're not getting over the, the try line. Another bonus point for the Rams. Paul Pudd-Hughes, long-term Harlequins man, yeah. delighted with the uh, victory for his boys this afternoon. Glad you enjoyed the coverage, Paul. He's actually quite a nice bloke, Paul. The lovely bloke, Paul Hughes, yes. Junior Mappasoni. Oh, don't know if I can say that about him. <laughs> but the Harlequins fans are celebrating. Great great win from the Quins today. Oh, they, they deserve it. 17-13, a hard-fought win. They go to 27 points on the live ladder. Camden to 20 with that bonus point from the loss today. They're home next Saturday, Campbell, uh, Camden, taking on Wollongong University. Campbelltown make the trip south to Erridge Park for Barrel. Yeah, not a good time here to go to Barrel in the cold. <laughs> well, there's never a good time to go to Barrel, is there? Uh, in summer, summer it's <laughs> They right. get summer down there, do yeah, they? They do for two oh. days. Oh, okay, I must be off those days. Yeah. No, 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 no. no Barrel's quite a nice place. Yes, good, yes. A very good clubhouse now. They, they, oh, I haven't been down there in uh, a very long time. No, Mike, you need to, it's a trip down there to have a look at their clubhouse. Well, I think good. we were talking about a trip uh, last year, but it, uh, unfortunately circumstances dictated that we weren't able to, uh, to do so. So... Yeah. Uh, not, not for lack of uh, not for lack of want. Have we got scores from around the ground, Mike? I'll just see if I can uh, find those. I did have them up earlier. Just wondering. Yeah, no, a lot of people very interested in the uh, scores from around the grounds. Let's see if I can refresh my screen here to uh, players day today. Semi Liney, Benny Liney, uh, Brad Horville. Yeah, all very good. Really hard to pick a a bad player for the. Yeah, the Rams today. The young, the young under-18s that went on. Not okay. Uh, around the grounds for Styles Signs, MacArthur's one-stop sign shop. Shamrocks 24, University nil. Full-time Avondale 31, Shoalhaven 12. Ooh, that's a big result. The Wombats getting five at Capetta Oval again. And the Rockies keeping pressure. And last night it was Vikings 37, Barrel 10. But you haven't got a result for Tech? No, no details through from Saunders Field. Not sure if that game went ahead. Uh, Tech Tars and Kayama. Well, the other games are going ahead. I can't understand why that one wouldn't. I can only assume it would be a ground closure nah, issue nah. if there was one. They've kept the ground open down there. And they're yeah, I, I'm speculating what it might have been, but uh, that's the only thing I can offer is it could be a ground closure, but otherwise... No, they've been playing on their second field because they've ruined their first field. Yeah. And the second field's like a cow paddock. Yeah, the second field's not much chop, so no. to speak. So that'll be interesting. But that's a big shock. Uh, Shamrock. Yeah, Shamrock. Oh, not not uh, Shoalhaven going down to Avondale, 31-12. That means if Tech win, Tech will take the lead. Yeah, let me just... Yeah, no, Tech are only three points behind. They pick up four for the win. Let me just do the, uh, the live ladder. See if we can uh, put it all together. So, yeah, Avondale would go to 48. Shamrocks would go to 45. Tectars, even with a, a, a 
four-point win would go to 55. They would be top of the table. Shoalhaven seconds. Uh, yes. Yeah. Shoalhaven second. So the four for the semifinals is cut and dried. Yeah. Uh, it'll be Shoalhaven, Tektars, Shamrocks and Avondale in no particular order. Yeah. Uh, sadly for MacArthur rugby fans, Camden and Campbelltown won't be uh, won't be taking part. Barrel likewise won't be well, that's won't, what won't be joining in. If you're down at Wollongong, you tend to be able to find jobs for players, and they, they can play. Yes. I don't know how they get their money. Uh, I know they pick them up at a pub in a brown envelope. Haven't <laughs> uh, no away, but you know it's never been proven, so you know, it's all hearsay. But that's right. When you hear a lot of hearsay. Oh it's yes, it's pretty right. You know, like, like they say, Mike, where there's smoke, there's a fire. There certainly is, Richard. I think on that note, we'll leave it there. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. No, thank you, Mike. It's been fun as usual. We'll be back next Saturday to do it all again. Camden going down 17-13 to Campbelltown yeah. in the local derby this afternoon. Tonight, for MacArthur Sports Radio listeners, we have M-League action, Gunners and Oran Park. From Bensley Road, kickoff there at 7 p.m. tonight. For Richard, I'm Mike Sheen. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. You've been listening to another production of MacArthurSportsRadio.com.